There's a million of those who won't let us be But they're not gonna, not gonna see me bleed Cause baby, I got you, 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 you I've been beaten to the ground, dragged across the dirt I've been scared to live cause some people never learn But they're not gonna, not gonna watch me burn Cause baby, I got you, 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 you Strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yes, you know it. It does not matter who the host is. It just matters if there's a host here. Maybe that's the, the thing to think about. Anyways, how are you? Today is Monday, July the 11th of 2022, day 192 of the year. And only 173 days left to go. So anyways, how have you been? How are things? What was going on inside of your neck of the woods? Yes, the rumors of my death have been um, exaggerated. I did not die. I am still here. Uh, Yeah, uh, you know, I lost the thing. The thing that I do um, in regards of being behind this mic. So I couldn't really be here. I'm sure you didn't want to hear the skedaddle of what was known as my voice last week um, with everything being, um, being going on. Uh, but with that being said, um, that's not important. Sorry that I missed last week. I, that was not the intention. That was not the plan. The plan was to be here. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk right away. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio Big. Oh, yes, hanging out at RadioBig.fm. So a lot of stuff going on over the last week. We will try to play um, some level of catch-up of what the hell was going on because that's what we do around here so i am not even sure you know on where people are at in regards of listening not listening and so on so we do all of this normally on our radio station at safetyfm.com and on radiobig.fm just for the sake of talking about it and we are also on the streamers yes on the streaming services Uh, our preferred method of course is going to safetyfm.com and then you clicking on Visual radio, visual radio will get you moving and grooving and get everything going over there if you're so inclined to do so. If you want to interact with the show, it's easy to do that by going directly to callinradio.com. That is callinradio.com. That should get everything moving and grooving and going your general direction um, if you're so inclined to do that. Anything, anyways, with that being said, let's start talking right away of what was trending over the weekend because that's part of the reason why you're here because we talk about safety in the news, news and safety. So starting off at the very top, uh, Saturday was National Cookie, uh, National Sugar Cookie Day. I guess that's important. Ray and Clay Thompson were trending after Saturday as the NBA fans debated who is the best baller. 
Sri Lanka landed on Twitter's top 10 trends over the weekend as as the PM and president left their post um, over accusations of running the country's economy into the ground. Sunday or yesterday was National uh, Pina Colada Day, so there you go. And then hashtag Women's Are the Best At was trending on Sunday uh, as tweets included smiling, uh, regardless of the circumstances around them, winning arguments, wearing glass slippers, and breaking glass ceilings, and being in charge of everything. So there you go. That was um, all trending over the weekend if you were looking at what the heck was going on. So there you go. Um, So with that being said, let's talk... uh, Let's talk right away about um, some some new things uh, that were occurring. Uh, it, I, we normally do talk about the charts. Do we want to talk about the charts now? I don't think the charts are as, as important. We can probably get to that in just a little bit. Let's talk right away about what is going on inside of the news because I think that that's going to be the important uh, sequence here. So if you're not familiar with the show, especially when we normally try to run it on a consistent basis, uh, we, what we do is we talk about safety in the news, news and safety. So we do bring in some professional broadcasters where to the, where they tell us what the hell's going on inside of this lovely world of ours. And then we come back, uh, talk a little bit more about what the hell's going on, and then go from there. That's kind of the simple process of how everything normally works out. But, of course, somebody has to be sitting in this chair or in a chair around the world where we can broadcast it from. Uh, so that's what normally does take place. So with that being said, let's get started right away about what the heck is going on inside of this world inside of what's going on with the news. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Ukraine's defense minister says U.S. long-range rocket systems have been a game-changer in his country's war against Russia. In a Wall Street Journal interview published Sunday, Alexei Reznikov said the precision targeting of a Russian command center for aerial operations proved that Ukrainian forces could use the long-range rocket systems effectively and needs more of them. Fire crews in California's Yosemite National Park are working furiously to protect some of the world's oldest giant sequoia trees from a wildfire that blew up over the weekend. NBC's Cal Perry. At least 360 firefighters working around the clock in a desperate attempt to keep ahead of the flames. There's a lot of wood on the ground, and that wood is going up in in smoke. Making its way across rough terrain, the fire has scorched nearly 1,600 acres and forced evacuations in nearby communities. The Washburn Fire is threatening Mariposa Grove, home to more than 500 of the trees that date back more than 2,000 years. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon is reversing course when it comes to testifying before the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Bree Jackson reports. Now offering to testify publicly for the January 6th committee. Within weeks, he's set to stand trial for contempt of Congress after months of stonewalling the investigation. MAGA is on the march. The J6 committee is totally irrelevant. After having defied a congressional subpoena, Bannon on Saturday notified the bipartisan panel he's willing to talk. The population of the world is projected to reach 8 billion, a little more than four months from now. More from Mark Mayfield. The United Nations World Population Prospects 2022 projects that the 8 billion person milestone will arrive on November 15th. The UN's Department of Economic and Social Affairs, which authored the document released today, says the milestone is both a cause for celebration and a clarion call for humanity. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm John Beaver. Protesters in Sri Lanka say they will continue to occupy the presidential palace until the president officially resigns. Eleven candidates have now put their names forward to become the next leader of the Conservative Party and replace Boris Johnson as UK Prime Minister. And around 700 people have been evacuated from the Indian state of Gujarat following heavy rains and extensive flooding. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Three men are dead and two other people are wounded following a mass shooting at a house party in Downey, California. This man lives near the home where the shooting happened. It's just madness in a quiet neighborhood. I don't know what it is. Everybody seems to want to solve things with a gun. It's not the answer. Not the answer at all. 
Four men and a woman were shot at about 12.45 Sunday morning. Investigators believe several people opened fire and say some of the victims were also shooting. Police are not looking for any suspects. What led up to the shooting is unclear. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says the nation's airports will soon benefit from last year's massive bipartisan infrastructure bill. We're in the middle of rolling out uh, up to a billion dollars in airport improvements. And these are going out to airports across the country. Appearing on Fox News Sunday, he said about 85 facilities are slated to be improved in order to serve travelers. This comes as the airline industry saw large waves of cancellations and delays over the 4th of July holiday weekend. President Biden has reached out to Paul Whelan's sister Elizabeth about his efforts to bring the Detroit man home from a Russian prison. Brother David Whelan says it's been difficult not to be able to be reunited with Paul. We speak to the embassy on a regular basis to make sure that he's actually healthy and well. But when you have the president call, it's obviously a huge honor to have a president uh, speak to you and to reassure you about your loved one's case. Paul Whelan has been held by Russia since 2018. Authorities say a family that was secretly living in a Nevada children's museum had an assortment of weapons stored up. Zach Slopemaker reports. Dozens of ammunition magazines, an AK-47, three handguns, one AR-style pistol, three suppressors, and a bong among the items found. The museum hosts field trips and birthday parties for children in addition to daily admission. The Carson City Sheriff's Office said the couple worked at the Children's Museum of Northern Nevada. They've both been fired. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now? That live streaming thing and you don't know where to start or what to do. I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. It's a new year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire qualified people you need, especially for small businesses. That's where LinkedIn Job comes in. They make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who do you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering qualified hires versus Hire. leading competitors. I have to tell you that we have used LinkedIn jobs to even find some of the people that we have here at Safety FM. LinkedIn jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your jobs for free on linkedin.com slash safety fm that's linkedin.com slash safety fm to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply and don't forget to tell them that you heard it right here on safety fm it's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she 
is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, vanishes, you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO. That's R-A-D-I-O. That's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, there you go. 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Monday. So let's get into it and start talking about it. Some of the things that uh, you might have seen, might have noticed, or might even not even know that it's going on. So um, let's start talking right now. Lawyers for Elon Musk have told Twitter that he's um, bowing out of his bid to acquire Twitter, which uh, said that they were um, taking legal action to enforce the $1 billion breakup fee Musk is on the hook for now. But wait, the conspiracy-minded analysts see that uh, a few things are happening now, though. Musk camp says that he's pulling out of the deal because they can't verify Twitter users' data to confirm how many accounts are real versus bot. A trial over the breakup fee would uh, mean a discovery process that Exposes Twitter's real um, data. Um, if he's holding, if, if he's hiding, if they are hiding something, um, this would end well for would not well end well for the company. Meanwhile, Fortune Magazine speculates that Musk takeover bid was a smokescreen for him to offload 8.5 billion dollars worth of Tesla stock, which he did to finance the buyout. The stock options that he sold were um, reportedly about to expire, anyways, and Twitter purchase gave him um, a cause to offload it. Also, meanwhile, upon news. The, the deal collapsed while um, a rally in the Anchorage, Alaska. Former President Donald Trump called Musk a bullshit artist. Yeah, um, that's always great when a former president's calling you that. So there you go. Anyways, the Voyager 1 probe um, is about 14.5 billion miles from um, Earth, but continues to send data back and it continues to travel further into space um, than any other mandate um, man-made object. Since launching back in September of 1977, it's exceeded everyone's expectation. Now engineers are are working to reset computers on the probe to fix some garbled data that they've been receiving. But it's not totally clear how to do it. Reps of NASA tell some um, um, business insiders that the staff um, who worked on the Voyager um Retired back in the 1970s and the 80s, they uh, they took a lot of the technical documentation and research with them. Officials say that they're working working to get in contact with which whoever can continue to work internally for uh, fully to restore the communication. So there wasn't a thought process here, I guess, of uh, essentially these people would retire, I would imagine, and how they were going to use the data of, uh, you know, on how they put the stuff together. So that's going to be an interesting one to take a look at, that's for sure, um, in regards to what happens next. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue. Revolutions against... um the economy-killing green regulation are brewing in a separate outbreak around the world. In Sri Lanka last year, the government ordered farmers to stop using fertilizers and pesticides and said to grow everything organically. The economic effects um, were felt within weeks, with domestic rice production collapsing 20%. And the country was forced to begin importing to meet the demand, causing prices to increase by 50%. Over the crops affected were tea, rubber, and coconut, costing hundreds of millions of dollars in lost revenue for farmers. Since initiating the policy, 500,000 Sri Lankans uh, slipped into poverty. Now the people are fighting back over the weekend. Protesters swarmed the presidential palace and forced, forced out the country's leadership. The president and prime minister are expected to formally resign on Wednesday. Why are they waiting till Wednesday? I mean, I'm just asking the question. Uh, don't you think that they would do it sooner if somebody has overtaken the palace? 
I'm just asking. I'm just asking the question. Anyways, in the Netherlands, Dutch farmers continue to um, continue their strike and protest against nitrogen emissions standards that would destroy agriculture industry. Some farmers say that um, driving them out of business is the point. As the government looks to um, to land more more than expand the, into the cities and create cultural hubs for Europe centered uh, centered on Amsterdam, so there you go. Much like truckers in Canada earlier this this year, Dutch farmers are clogging the streets around the city centers in which they are with heavy machinery in in order to um, force the government to change the course of this emission standard. So I don't know. It's a lot of stuff to think about, a lot of tough stuff to talk about, and just things are going the way that they're going, and I guess it's just one thing to talk about. It's one of the, it's one of these things that we have to look at how these standards are being changed and how some of these things are being changed and how they're being enforced because you can't turn from one day to another and say, okay, this is how we're doing it, and that's the way it was, and that's the bottom line because I said so because that's not probably going to be a good standard for anyone. Let's continue. Anyways, researchers have identified a close dinosaur cousin to the T-Rex, according to the article in the journal Current Biology. The Mexasis gigas was a 36-foot long weight of about four tons, living about 100 million years ago in South America. Like the T-Rex, it also has short little arms. Um, by the way, the Marex named was a nod after the name of the dragon in one of the George R.R. R. Martin books. So there you go. So why would you want a dinosaur named after a dragon? That's kind of a, a weird thing to, to think about. I mean, I don't know. Just something to, to talk about for sure. Anyways, before we get too far into it, it's time to bring in some John Smalls and let him tell us about the Market Beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, July 11th, 2022. Equities rebounded last week and closed near the high of the period after the NFP report came in better than expected. It shows job gains were stronger than expected and dispelled some of the fears of a recession, but not all of them. The hourly wages also increased faster than expected and suggest inflation is yet to be tamed. This week will be a challenge week for the market. On the economic front, the CPI and PPI and retail sales data, while on the earnings fronts, reports from the big banks and consumer staples like PepsiCo and ConAgra brands. The takeaway from them all will be the outlook for the second half and how inflation will impact earnings growth. We're expecting the guidance to be weak, spark a round of downward revisions to earnings, and bring the S&P 500 down to a new low. But we could be wrong. If the guidance for the second half earnings begins to brighten, the S&P 500 could begin to put in a real bottom. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, Thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know exactly what is going on on that end of the world, because that's important. So let's talk about this. The Economist uh, magazine has realized that sweeping lockdown and keeping children out of school for years at a time is actually a very, very bad thing for their educational program. Some highlights in the report. Here you go. The World Bank estimates that 70% of 10-year-olds around the world are now illiterate, a near 25% increase since 2019. Globally, uh, the decrease in reading proficiency will cost about $21 million of loss of earnings over the kids' lifetimes. Closures were often uh, often long in place where teachers' unions were especially powerful, such as Mexico and parts of the United States. The Congress notes that adding that Mexico had a national school closure policy that states uh, that lasted 50 weeks. Meanwhile, the CDC estimates that, uh, let's see, about 108 thousand people died from drug overdoses last year a 15 percent increase since 2020 so just some stuff to talk about in regards on how that's all tied in together uh, i guess i should have probably just dropped directly into the numbers but i didn't do that i talked about what was going on inside of there because i thought that was a pretty interesting article on how that came about and so on so let's talk about this. By the numbers, stocks were um, were mostly flat on Friday. The Dow lost about 46.4 points uh, to close at about 31,388. The S&P lost about 3.24 points to close at 3,899. And the NASDAQ added 31.96 points to close at 11,365 points. West Texas Intermediate um, is at $104, and Brent crude ticked up to 107 The national average of price for gas was four dollars and sixty eight cents. Bitcoin lost more than six hundred dollars over the weekend, trading at twenty one thousand dollars. And there was two thousand two hundred and twelve flights delayed um, for 
were routes within, into, or out of the United States, and 223 cancellations on Sunday. It's amazing still the amount of cancellations and, uh, you know, reroutes and, and moonshines. I mean, not moonshines, um, that's something else. Uh, and just things that are going, are going around and happening. But I guess that's just the way that it goes uh, from time to time. I'm just, I can't explain it on what the hell is going on. It's like, just, does uh, the transportation bus system have this many issues as well in regards to cancellations, reschedules, and, uh, you know, reroutes and delays? I don't know. It's a, it's a good question to ask, I would imagine. Anyways, let's get into what happened over the box office over the weekend because I think it is important to talk about. So let's talk about the box office chart. At the number 10 spot was uh, Mr. Malcolm with $245,000. At number 9 was uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness with $262,000. Are people not aware that this movie's on Disney Plus now? Um, Marcel the Shell with Shoes, $340,000 at number 8. At number 7 was Lightyear with $2.9 million. At number 6, was the black phone 7.6 million dollars number five jurassic park uh or excuse me jurassic world dominate Dom, dominion 8.6 million dollars elvis at 11 million dollars at number four top gun maverick at 15.4 million dollars minions the rise of Gru at 45.5 million dollars and at the number one spot according to what it was going on inside of the box office well it was thor Love and Thunder with $143 million. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of that particular world as things, um, uh, well, were going on happening and people were enjoying the movies. It's definitely sound. It sounds like um, that's what was going on for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world real quick. Let's talk about this. Yosemite fire crew uh, rushed to protect giant uh, trees at the grows of 2,000 acres. Fire crews in California Yosemite National Park are working furiously to protect the world's oldest giant sequoia trees um, from the wildfires that blew up over the weekend. Carl Perry has more info. At least 360 firefighters working around the clock in a desperate attempt to keep ahead of the flames. There's a lot of wood on the ground, and that wood is going up in in smoke. Making its way across rough terrain, the fire has scorched nearly 1,600 acres and forced evacuations in nearby communities. Okay, so there you go. Thank you for sharing that information on what the hell is going on. Let's talk about this real quick. I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's been a while, so let's talk about it right away. California doctors proposing abortion clinics uh, ship in federal waters over the Gulf of Mexico. Take a listen to this. California doctor is proposing the deployment of a floating abortion clinic. Sarah Lee Kessler has more info. Dr. Meg Autry, an OBGYN in San Francisco, says it would be similar to a military hospital ship, except for one thing. It would offer abortions in federal waters off the Gulf of Mexico, located out of the jurisdiction of southern states that have enacted abortion bans following the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Dr. Autry says the abortion clinic on the ship would provide first trimester surgical abortions, contraception, and other reproductive care. Sarah Lee Kessler NBC News Radio. Okay, there you go. Some information going on there. What do you think? Do you think that that is a solution to a problem, or do you think that continues a problem, or do you have a point of view that's much different from that? That would be probably the question to ask for you. Anyways, let's continue talking. Few voters think that members of Congress deserve a re-election. Not many voters think members of Congress deserve it, or do they not? Who knows? Let's talk to Roy, Roy O'Neill here. Only 21% of voters think members of Congress deserve re-election, but that number climbs to 53% when you ask people if their member of Congress should stay. More Democratic voters want things to stay the same since their party controls the House. And while President Biden is not on the ballot for the midterms, the Gallup poll finds just 33% of voters say he deserves re-election. I'm Rory O'Neill. Okay, there you go. Some information right there of what's going on. Anyways, have you heard about this? Heat dome brings record-breaking heat. Several parts of the U.S. are dealing with um, a record-breaking heat due to the heat dome. NBC's meteorologist Al Roker lets us know some more. 32 million people are under some sort of heat advisory, heat warning from the Pacific Northwest down through the Southwest, all the way into Texas and parts of the Gulf Coast. 
So at least 10 heat records were broken across the southwest and the central U.S. over the weekend. Temperatures reached 100 degrees at Denver International Airport on Saturday, surpassing the previous record of 98 degrees for the same time set last year. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, temperatures hit 105 degrees, surpassing the record of 99 degrees um, that was set back in 2001. And high temperatures are expected to continue through the week. So I guess it's time to really enjoy the um the summer. You know, it, it reminds me of that song. It's getting hot in here, but that's a whole other um that's a whole other thing to probably talk about. Anyways, Iowa State Fair um predicts strong crowds despite inflation. Take a listen to this. Iowa State Fairs officially are um, are wondering how inflation might impact the crowds this summer. I think there will be people that don't take vacations out of state that will come to the fair. And then I think there may be some people that are cutting back because of gas prices. Okay, so let's see. Iowa State Fair CEO Gary Slater says that he he does not expect crowds to be thinner this year. He does believe, however, that it encourages visitors to buy advance tickets for admission to the Midway Rides to save money. Admissions to the tickets are $9 in advance, 14 at the gate, and the fair is runs August 11th through the 21st. So I imagine if the, um, you know, if the inflation thing doesn't get you, maybe it will be the, the heat wave of things that are happening over there. That is for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, three teens dead in a collision crash on Staten Island. Detectives are investigating the crash on Staten Island where three teenagers um, who died. Scott Pringle has more information. This was around 8.45 last night. A Mustang collided with an SUV, and the crash was so intense the Mustang could be seen split in half. This was at the intersection of Highland Boulevard and Richard Avenue in Tottenville. A 15-year-old girl, a 15-year-old boy, and a 16-year-old girl all died. They were in the Mustang. Several others were taken to the hospital, including the Mustang driver. Police are looking into whether speed played a factor and if seatbelts were being worn. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay. There you go. Some information there on what's going on. Terrible news to hear in that particular regards. That is for sure. Heavily armed family uh, secretly living in Nevada Kids Museum. Uh, yeah, listen to this story. Say the family that was secretly living in the Nevada Children's Museum had um, an assortment of weapons stored up. Zach Stolmacher has more information. Dozens of ammunition magazines, an AK-47, three handguns, one AR-style pistol, three suppressors, and a bong among the items found. The museum hosts field trips and birthday parties for children in addition to daily admission. The Carson City Sheriff's Office says the the, um, the couple worked at the Children's Museum in northern Nevada. The family's living in a, in a rain, living arrangements came to light when a two-year-old walked outside of the museum unsupervised. And the toddler's older sister told Debbie that she lived in the museum. The, sheriff, the Sheriff's Office said that the museum board members found sleeping bags, mattresses, clothes, and food in um, areas that are off-limit to visitors. The father worked at the museum as a janitor, and his wife was the museum's manager. They've got, um, they've both been fired since then. So maybe there needs to be some more questions here. And What the hell, number one, were they doing there living? What the heck happened? This was the solution of what was going on. Just some things to think about. Anyways, I think it's about that time for us to talk about the thing that we do around this time. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So here's the gig. Here's the gig to talk about. Here's the gig to um, to really focus on. And here's the gig of, uh, well, what's going on? A lot of stuff is happening this summer. A lot of stuff has been changing. A lot of stuff has been uh, making the ways down the, down the realms here, down the way that we think about stuff. And listen, I know that I have not, I have been a goner for the last week or so, but let's talk about some of the stuff. How are we doing some of this? Because I am so confused on how we're able to communicate with our team. And I, I have luckily a lot of the stuff I was able to do last week from my computer, even though I didn't have the talk, still being able to interact with some of the clients. But it becomes one of these weird things that I need to have a better understanding of. How do we communicate to our team members in regards of what's going on inside of the organization? Now, I want you to sit back and think about this for a moment. What you do is different at work than what other people do. 
And what other people do is different than what you do. And there's so many different variations of different things that do occur that we're trying to figure out how do you communicate everything to them? And I'm talking about across the industry, across the board. Because listen, just because something is able to apply to you does not necessarily mean that it applies to them. What? Yes, you did hear me correctly there. So here's the gig. How do you look at data? How is the data looked at? How is the data acquired? How is the data moved? Because here's what we tend to forget. Things occur inside of our organization and those things that occur are data. Because regardless of what's going on, it's data. I wear a shirt ever so frequently inside of here that says reality is information, which is essentially data, regardless of what's going on. Think about the simplicity of things that happen. If you're looking on the visual aspect, somebody could sit here and talk about the data, uh, how many times those lights go up and down and, and that are going on behind me. That's data. So when you take all the information that is the communication that's supposed to be going on inside of your organization, how do you inform it to people to make sure that it's important to them? The other portion as well to talk about is raw data. Do you take the raw data, unfiltered, and share it with them? Because if you do, how do you know which portion they're going to look at that's important? Listen, we sit around and talk about all kinds of interesting stuff, and I am sure that you have created in some way, shape, or form, or somebody might have created for your company, a spreadsheet, a way to track X, Y, and Z, things that you have deemed that are important. But how does that work inside of the org? How does that work to make sure that everybody gets the information that's important to what they do? And then that's the other fun part. Sometimes there is information that is not essential to some of the people's work, but still stuff that they need to know about. How do you share that? How do you, how do you make this? Is it infotainment? Is it stuff that you want to share with them, but not sure how? What are the forms of communication? Is it a spreadsheet only? Is there different ways that they can get the data? Because that's the thing. There are different styles of learners. There are different styles of how people actually look at stuff. Like I am a very big audio learner. I want to listen to stuff to make sure that I have an understanding of it. There's people that are visual learners. I have a friend um, who tells me all the time, that they look at stuff in colors and compartmentalize stuff. And I'm just like, wow, I, I don't know how that works. So how are you able to communicate that? How are you able to communicate the stuff that needs to be communicated to them if everybody learns slightly different? And what do you deem that's important enough to, to actually share with them? That's the stuff to talk about. I am not talking about predictive software. Understand this. I am talking about hardcore truth. Because that's the thing. Prediction is such an amazing, uh, such an amazing thing. I love when people tell me about predictive, uh, predictive information that they could tell me. I can tell you about injuries before they happen. Well, shit, there's a lot more stuff that I want to know um, uh, on, along with that, if that's something you're able to do. So you're going to have to prove it to me. Stuff to think about today. Seriously, how are you sharing it with everything that's going on in your summer? Seriously. Anyway, something to think about. But then again, what the hell do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. No, seriously, I, I, that's that's what I am. That's what I do. Maybe. It's a combination of something. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and were not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time for as little as nada. It's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record. You can live stream. You can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is 
Mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. This portion of the show has been sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network or VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, Internet service providers is storing your browser data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access or PIA can help you. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geo-blocked content from around the world. PIA comes with easy-to-use apps and browsers extension for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PC Magazine. And if you sign up right now with PIA, you can take advantage of a special deal only for Safety FM listeners. Only by using the following link, you can get the digital privacy for less than $2 a month. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Less than $2 a month and an extra four months for free. So that means for only $1.98 a month and 83% off, you can get this service for you right now that's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other vpn on the market and if you get it right now you can take pia's 30-day risk-free challenge you can try it out for 30 days see if you like it and if not just return it for a full refund so just go to safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. That's safetyfm.com forward slash VPN to try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. Now remember, safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. of the hour this is not afraid to love this is by flex vortex just in case the song's readily available on spotify and itunes if you want to take give it a little download z So thanks to Flex Vortex for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. 
not afraid to love you. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Anyways, let's get back into some of the mix of things of what is going on out there inside of this world. Uh, So it's been some time since we were able to talk about this, but let me tell you real quick about the most important thing that I will tell you at any point that we get to hang out or talk, and that's about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or text the word TALK to 741-741. Or you can go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org. A lot of stuff right there we can talk about. Listen, even if this is something that is not affecting you, it is great to know the information about what is happening because you can make a difference in your local community. You can make a difference in someone's life. You can even find out how to join a local chapter if you're so inclined to do so. So there you go. Um, so let's continue talking. 45 minutes past the top of the hour. Um, and we are here on the Rated R Safety Show. You know, I have to tell you, I felt so bad last week not being able to be here. And that's more of a, of a buy thing, not a you thing. I get it. But just trying to figure out what the heck was going on inside of, of this world and why I could not get my voice back to save my life. But that's how it goes sometimes. Anyways, let's get into some of the main news of things that are occurring. So we'll do that real quick. Uh, in taking a luxer uxer of what was going on over the weekend. So let's talk about wishful shrinking. Yes. Uh, which trendy diet is better for you? You know, keto or the Mediterranean diet. A new controlled clinical trial compares the, the diets by asking 33 people with pre-diabetes or diabetes to do both diets, one after the other, for three months. Uh, so let's see. What did the Harvard research find? Well, while both diets... Uh, resulted in improved blood sugar levels both groups lost similar amount of weight when it came down to the impact on the on the other two diets uh, of the levels of, of of blood fats and uh contribute to heart disease the mediterranean diet was the clear winner according to the study uh published by the american journal of clinical nutrition the low-carb keto diet was found to increase ldl or bad cholesterol by 10 percent in a study participants while um who's those who were the mediterranean diet said that the emphasis on healthy fats grains fruits vegetables beans and nuts experience the average reduction of ldl's cholesterol of 10 percent high ldl cholesterol is a powerful and had an important risk factor in cardiovascular disease raising concerns about the potential low sugar uh, term effects of keto diet so what exactly did they expect of the diet where you would be allowed to eat bacon every day I'm just asking the question. I've always heard that the best diets is the ones that uh, that you can stick to. So this is why I'm on the pizza buffet diet. So there you go. Some things to think about. Um, some just some things to think about in general. Anyway, let's get into some news real quick. Twitter to sue Elon Musk for backing out of the deal. Elon Musk is backing out of the $44 billion deal to buy Tw- Twitter. Um, that's not sitting well with the social media giant. The Tesla and SpaceX CEO wrote a, a letter announcing that the purchase was off on Friday, citing material breaches of uh, multiple provisions of the agreement is hiding in court. Elon Musk and his attorneys have to go in there and they have to prove that the business is not what they were sold just a few months ago. So let's see. Stephanie Goss of Bloomberg reports Sunday that the folks at Twitter are lowering up, bringing in top-notch law firm uh, to sue Musk. There's a, uh, The word is that he could be forced to shell out a billion dollars for walking away from the deal. So there you go. It'll be interesting to see on how that actually works. Uh, But I guess that will be more to come in the coming days as we are talking. Anyways, uh, man fires into a crowd at a party near Coney Island at the boardwalk. Take a listen to this. Police are looking for a gunman who fired at a crowd near Coney Island at the boardwalk, injuring five people. Scott Pringle has more info. A man is in critical but stable condition after getting shot in the back and another man in stable condition after taking a bullet to the chin. Three others were shot as well. This is after a gunman started firing away into a large crowd, part of a pop-up beach party near the amphitheater in Coney Island Boardwalk around 2 o'clock Sunday morning. It's unclear what sparked this shooting. Police did recover a large number of shell casings. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you very much for that one. Let's see, a small plane crashed outside of Oxford Airport. A pilot escaped serious injuries after their small plane 
went down outside of the Oxford Airport. Daniel Martindale has more info. The plane lost power at about 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon, forcing the pilot to make an emergency landing. The plane didn't quite make it onto airport property, though, and crashed into a fence just outside. It suffered damage to its nose and wings, while the pilot only suffered minor injuries from the impact. The pilot was the only person on board. The NTSB will investigate the crash. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, thank you, Daniel, for that particular information and exactly what is going on. Uh, let's take a look around at some other things real quick. Uh, sleep skills admitted is roughly how many times per week do you find yourself saying how tired you are? Is this a problem when you're um, going to bed too late? Actually, no. Most adults, the average time in their head that they hit the pillow is 9.54. That's, that's pretty specific. And many say that they're still awake feeling uh, awful the next day. It is because out of, out of a poll of 2,000 adults, 4 out of 10 people describe themselves as bad sleepers and 60% admit that nighttime routine needs some work. Why? Well, we're tossing and turning and let's see what else. Uh, and, you know, not really sleeping soundly. Summertime may be one factor. 3 in 10 adults say that they cannot go to bed before 10, 10 p.m. Well, 9.54 would be 10, before 10 p.m. And more than half need to be completely in a dark dark outside before they can fall asleep another 27 percent said they have been um they have been not been able to uh lock, close their doors before you know, before turning in so that makes it that their room is still not as dark as they would like it to be so what do you want to do i don't know doors locked before one and five need to um need a certain temperature inside of their room so what the hell would be considered a good sleeper well and just one in three people find themselves and consider themselves a good sleeper. So I don't know what to do. It doesn't seem like it improves the thing. So do I just need a dark room with a, a good a good, uh, good temperature? That's what it sounds like. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, so before we move into the next thing here, let's go ahead and get in some John Smalls and let him tell us about what is going on with the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Johnny. Les Brown said, life has no limitations except the ones you make. I love that. Think of the number of people who attempt something and they give up after a short while. They say it cannot be done. Others will have the same struggles, but they work through the struggles to find happiness on the other side. It's an amazing feeling to do something that you have been told is not possible. I've done that a few times. Even thinking about it right now makes me smile. Make yourself happy and stick to that project until you get it done and done right. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. The process of learning and remembering things often feels hard and indeed can evoke agitation. Most people don't realize this, but agitation is actually the entry point to learning. Literally, the adrenaline that causes agitation signals the nervous system that it should be ready to change. Without it, the nervous system is not as primed to change the process we call neuroplasticity. Once you understand this, you will more likely embrace as opposed to avoid agitation. Also, after a period of challenging focus and learning, there is an associated increase in feel-good molecules such as dopamine and to a lesser extent serotonin. The takeaway, learning is a process that starts with focus, alertness, and agitation. And the process is also consolidated with sleep and non-sleep depressed. For more information, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, let's continue talking. Currently 53 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out doing our lovely stuff here. Anyways, four out of five uh, travelers are experiencing some, pro- some type of problem. Majority of people who have taken an overnight trip out of town this year have experienced at least um, one travel issue. The most common is high prices. 57% have run into those, mostly on transportation, but also on other things like lodging and activities. 
Bankrate.com senior industry analyst Ted Rosman. He says that some of the other common problems of people run into include long wait times, poor customer service, and the loss of money due to canceled and disrupted travel plans. Rosman also says that uh, the traveling seeing is a, a bumpy road out there. We found that about 80% of people who've traveled this year have experienced at least one problem. Long waits were reported by 29% of travelers. Close behind that were things like poor customer service, hard to find availability, 14% lost money because of canceled or disrupted plans. It has been tough for travelers out there. There's all this pent up demand, but sometimes the experience leaves something to be desired. Gas prices are up 49% this year. Airline fares are up 38%. Hotel costs up 22%. Rosman explains that travels um, the travels that explains that travel troubles should be expected considering what is going on. I think what we really have here are a few trends colliding. We have the desire to travel coming out of the pandemic, but on the other hand, we have the highest inflation that we've had in 40 plus years, and we have a travel system that's pretty overwhelmed. So I guess, and to some extent, if you're going to consider traveling, really cons- give it some consideration. So there you go. Anyways, no winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday night's drawing will be for $440 million jackpot or $247.8 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $56 million jackpot or a $31.8 million cash payout. So there you go. Some stuff to think about if you're interested in uh, playing the game. You got some things going on right there. Uh, What else? What else? What else is going on here? I guess I should probably talk about some things that happened back on this date. Um, (laughs) So taking a look around back on this date, let's see. Back in 2021, Richard Branson flies to the edge of space on his Virgin uh, Virgin Galactic rocket. Uh, five others joined him for the flight, which was the company's uh, the company's test of space tourism. The spacecraft reached about the altitude of 53.5 miles um, outside of the altitude area. So there you go. After the flight, uh, Virgin Galactic reports that 600 reservations for tickets on future flights. The seat cost between 200,000 and $250,000. So there you go. Um, so taking a look, see, look, see, a look, see, look, see around of what is going on. Let's talk about some birthdays that are happening today. If you're so inclined to do so, uh, and looking around, just jumping around and giving you some, Alyssa Kara turns 26, little Kim turns 48, uh, Richie Sambora turns 63. And that's, and I think Mindy Sterling turned 69. So there you go. Some birthdays real quick for there. If you're looking for a reason to celebrate today, I have some of those for you as well. National Tour of the Lonely Day, World Population Day, National Rainier Cherry Day, National Blueberry Muffin Day, All-American Pet Photo Day, National Mojito Day, National 7-Eleven Day, and Cal Appreciation Day. Does that mean drink its milk? I mean, I don't know what that means. There's some things to think about uh, for sure as we are talking. What else do we have? Currently 57 minutes as we are about to get you out of here. Uh, so don't worry about that. Um, if you need a random joke for today, here's one. It's finally happened. I started watching a teen show and became more interested in the parents' plot line. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What's the worst summer job you ever had? I can tell you what it was. It was cleaning up shingles for me from a roofing job that I had. That was um, crappy. I think I was like 14, maybe even 12. Who knows? Uh, what else? Let's see. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. Question. In a survey of 87% of people said that they were, um, while traveling via plane, this was the worst thing a fellow passenger um, can do. What is it? It said take off their socks, but that's definitely not the one that came to mind for me. Anyway, so there you go. You've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and Safety FM. Thank you for coming back and taking a listen to what the hell we have going on because that has been a plethora of things. Sorry about the last week. That is for sure, but we are here again. So let's see how this particular thing goes going forward. So if I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Don't work for recognition. Do work worthy of recognition totally two different aspects there if you really give it some thoughts anyways thank you for taking a listen i know who you are
Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Cause I'm not afraid, I'm not-